Hey, welcome to the To Be Blunt With You podcast. I'm Mason Hoskins. And I'm Tate Blunt. And this week, Tate's going to talk to us about how to come up with business ideas. That is correct. Uh, So I've been searching the interweb, the onlines, and and, uh, an issue that I've come upon constantly with people in the side hustle realm is that they seemingly have a very difficult time coming up with business ideas. Um, whether that be small business ideas or side hustles. Uh, actually, one of the things that prompted me to pitch a podcast to Mason was that I saw uh, one of my uh, colleagues on LinkedIn, and he was asking if anybody had any advice on starting side hustles or any side hustles he could get into. And this is one of the things I was like, yeah, that's a weird thing to ask on LinkedIn, but I, I guess I was like, well, I guess it makes sense. A ton of people in our age group especially are gung-ho, need to make more money. I right. need a side hustle, right? Um, but then they don't know where to start because they're like, yeah, I mean, I want to do a side hustle. I want to make money on the side, but like, where do you begin? Right. What would I even do? Um, and so I decided to kind of make a presentation on what I think you should do and uh, how I think you can create business ideas so that you don't have to be lost in the ether and looking up online, how can I make money in two weeks? How can I make a million dollars? And then finding affiliate marketing <laughs> right? and just going down the rabbit hole. Getting uh, some, Starting something thinking that you're going to be successful and then it ends up not being at all what you right. thought. <laughs> that's right. It's not the promise that anyone, pro- or it's not, it doesn't deliver like anybody promises. Right. Yet. Yeah. So. There are many ways to kind of come up with business ideas. First, I would say identify what you're interested in. Um, obviously, you are not going to be able to sustain something that you're not interested in, so it has to be something of interest to you. But it's not just interest. You have to be good at it. Right. right? Or you have to be able to develop the skill to be good at it. You know, a lot of people are interested in a lot of things. Like, I might be interested in art, but, man, I can't draw or paint so (laughs) not exactly the best thing to to get into there and that like i'm not gonna run down the rabbit trail of animating and putting my two cents on fiverr and trying to get hired that way right so right you want to be interested in it and you want to identify what you're good at there's a lot of ways that you can go about this but but those are two essential like principles uh and then a third i would say identify the things that you would buy or that you'd be interested in owning Um, Like for yourself, Uh, Tim Ferriss, actually, one of the things that got him started when he created Brain Quicken, which was his first company, and how he kind of learned to be the, I don't know, the the guru he is today. The primary thing that he looked at when he was planning on starting a business, he was like, you know, if I cut down all of my spending for like all for a month if I cut down everything what is the one thing that I definitely don't want to give up and one of the things he didn't want to give up was supplements and he was like you know I am spending an exorbitant amount on supplements each month and it's like why would why do I do that and it's because it was incredibly important to him and it was something he was interested in owning himself and so basically he was like well how can I kind of create a market in the supplement kind of I don't I don't know a niche and and so he started brain quicken which was 
I think it was like a, a mental supplements thing supposed to help your brain functioning. Hmm. Um, but it became a crazy successful business. And that was his, that was one of his primary principles was if I'm not going to be someone who is going to spend a ton of money on it every month, then why would I expect anyone else to? Right. And so I would say, yeah, so identify what you're interested in, make sure you're good at that thing or can acquire the skills to become good at that thing, and then identify things that you would buy yourself or be interested in owning. Um, And then I would say foster a business mindset. Basically, what I mean by this is be able to see the world as if it were uh, impetus for business. My dad, throughout raising me, every every single business idea he ever came up with, he would say, And, uh, you know, there would be little issues that he would have throughout his day or something. And he would be like, that would be a great idea if someone created this or that. Right. I think that's a pretty regular experience for a lot of people. I think my dad did the same thing. He's like, (laughs) hey, we should invent this. Right. Right. So you just see a problem and you're like, hey, how could that be solved? How could that be done better? Yeah. I think what actually happens for a lot of people is they do that regularly. And then one thing actually strikes them and they're like. Not only would that be a great idea, but I could do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big thing. Um, foster a business mindset. Get used to thinking in those ways so that when an idea comes, um, you can jump on it. Right. And then I would say after you've done all of those things, check out how saturated the market is that you're like thinking about getting into. And the truth is, if it's crazy oversaturated, it's probably not going to be a great market to get into. Tim Ferriss also has a principle about this. He says essentially that you don't want to do the same thing everybody else is doing and jump in the market that everyone else is jumping into. You want to be the one who creates the market. And so like for him, no one was doing brain supplements at the time. He created the market essentially. Yeah. And when you're the first, you're generally going to be the most successful. And so don't jump into markets where everything's oversaturated. People are already doing what you're doing only better. Like just don't do that. Right. Um, and so I, if I think there's a I think there's a spin on that, though, where if you are the only person doing it, there might be a reason for that. Um, in the book that I just went over last episode there, they talk about how just because the market, there's no one in the market doesn't mean that it is a, a substantially good idea. Yeah, you're right. Because you could be getting into something that you think is genius, but you might be the only one that's thinking it's genius. So you right, have no right. customer base. Right. So I would say that the market, there, there's, a, there's a sweet spot where you don't want the market to be oversaturated. Like there's so many right. different, like, I, like you don't want to go out and make an iPhone case and be like, this is my iPhone case because freaking <laughs> everyone, like if you go on Amazon, there's probably 30 million of those things. But, yeah, there's 30 million. <laughs> but you don't want to, you don't want it to be something that no one knows about. Because yeah, if, it's like so niche, it doesn't exist yeah. at all, and no one's gonna care about it or exactly. know about it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So yeah, I mean, essentially, there is that sweet spot. Um, and I and I totally agree with that. I think the best thing to do is develop a an idea within a niche that is already well developed, mm-hmm. and m- make a product for something that people in that niche would want to think or would think is a good idea. Mm-hmm. But like a it. There has to be at least some level of like novelty, right? There has to be some sort of newness or a spin that you place on something that makes it, um, one maybe even necessary, yeah. and two, um, 
like unique and special. Something that people are like, yeah, there's other things like this, but nothing is quite like this. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with that, too. And then I would just say at that point in time, you have your you have your idea and it's go or no. One of those two. Right. So you're mm-hmm. either going to proceed with it or you're going to repeat the cycle. If you eventually see that, like this is Mark, it's either too saturated or maybe it's not in that sweet spot. Right. Right. And it's not going to work. Um, then maybe you go back to the drawing board and you start over. But you still are going to be using those same principles to um, to essentially create the business yeah just because those principles are never going to go away like you are always going to need to identify something that you're interested in so that you can sustain it you're going to need to identify what you're good at and what you can do or what kind of skills you can grow to have a successful side hustle you're going to need to do those things that are important enough for you to put your own money in and, and yeah so like it's going to be the same principles regardless but um but yeah rinse and repeat keep doing the cycle so there's there's a couple ways that you can go about this like today. I, I feel like we need serious action that can be taken today, uh, oftentimes, in order to like truly start something. And right. so the the action that I would give you, essentially the 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 kind of call to action would be one, write down five things you're interested in. They don't have to be business ideas. Just write down five niches or idea yeah. thing. There's things that you are passionate about. In yeah, every, things in your that everyday you look life. up. Go look at what you look at most at, on Instagram and who you're following. <laughs> right. Write five things down, right? Yep. Uh, just interests. Um, write if you, down. If you go to the mall, go get, like, look. That's right. Like, your clothes or shopping. Those are That's two right. things already. There you go. Boom. Roasted. It's done. Mm-hmm. So, write five things down. Within those five things, write down three different products or services that could be sold. Or, well, I guess, so products and services are very uh, different. So if you're more of a product person, you want to create something that you can sell to others, then uh, you can just do those three. Um, If you are more of a services person and you want to offer like uh, yourself and your skills as, as what you're selling, then you can also just do three services. It just depends on kind of what you're looking to do. Right. But write down three products or services that can be sold within those interests. At this point in time, you have 15 different things. Now, the difficulty with having 15 different things to do, 15 different options, is that it's really hard to pick sometimes. So I'll give you the, the Gary V mindset here and you just pick one. You never know, right? You just never know what's going to be the right one. And you can't have the uncertainty be paralyzing. And so pick one, try it. If it ends up not working out, you can always go back and, and try a different one. Right. Very important, test proof of concept. Always test proof of concept. You might think that it's a fantastic idea. You might be super interested in the product, but other people might not. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, right. Um, and so always be testing proof of concept. Um, and whichever thing performs best, I would say, within those tests. So that would be approaching family and friends approaching businesses if you're offering a service to businesses um, and just see what performs and if it performs well then you have proof of concept at that point in time you really just need to run with the idea Mm -hmm. but yeah so essentially i would say do those things and do those things today just write down five interests three products or services and um test proof of concept and just start running with something Mm -hmm. yeah all the all the different side hustles that we've been talking about 
they're all general concepts or different ways to market your ideas or different mm -hmm. things that you can do to uh, kind of get what you where you want to be with mm -hmm. what you are interested in or passionate about. Right. And like with affiliate marketing, there's different affiliate programs for all kinds of different niches and mm -hmm. uh, in, and interests and passions that people are in that are super into that allow you to do affiliate marketing with what you're passionate in. Um, there, I mean, small service jobs there, if you are passionate about helping people out or doing something for them, then a small service job might be the better way to go. Yeah. Like if you think mechanically, for example, if you love the idea of how refrigerators work, yeah, or if you love the idea of how ovens work, guess what? A lot of people's appliances break and mm -hmm. you can be the person who charges, you know, a hundred bucks to come out. And fix those appliances because you're a mechanically minded person and those things interest you. Like, it's really simple to do that. Right. As long as there's a demand for it, there's a business opportunity. I mean, dude, there's um, there's so many things out there, even for like, like just repairments in people's houses that they mm -hmm. they suddenly freak out and they don't know how to do it. If you have <laughs> the knowledge on how to do it, there's two ways to market that. You can either tell people how to do it or do it for them. Right. And if you tell them how to do it, that's your your business marketing, like online way to sell it. But if you want to do it for them, then you get paid to do it for them in a small business job service job thing. Yeah. And, and don't think like people people aren't going to do they aren't going to buy this because like I'm not offering enough value. It's like, honestly, have you ever think, for example, for service jobs? It is incredibly easy to paint a room. Mm -hmm. And yet someone is willing to pay you $400 to go paint a room <laughs> when they could just buy the paint right. and paint it themselves. Why? Because they hate it. Okay. Everybody mm -hmm. hates it. And so it's like, there are so many things and so many people that are not willing to do those things and you can just do them and make money. So, I mean, just, just try. <laughs> yeah. If you have an idea of what you want to do or something that you're interested in, there's so many different ways of going about presenting it or selling it to other people right that it shouldn't hold you back to do whatever you want to do because right. if you think oh well the the thing i'm passionate about i really don't want to go out and 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 build decks for people well you know what you could do you could tell them how to online you could do like <laughs> <That's> a, <right. laughs> it, whether it be like a like a piece of paper where they can read it and be like oh that's the kind of like screws i need to build yeah, a deck sell an or, information manual or whatever In information is just as valuable as service yeah because the people that are going to do the service anyway need the information to do it yeah absolutely and like so if you find yourself falling in this camp where you're like i really want to do a side hustle i really don't know what to do i would just say kind of use those guides and and just Start thinking up ideas that would be good for you and just pursue them. Yeah. And I would suggest don't just think about it in the back of your head or or like when you decide that you want to do a side hustle, just be like, oh, while I'm at work, I'll think about what I should do here. No, you won't. You need to, <laughs> you need to sit down, brainstorm and do research for yourself so that you have the ability to come up with better ideas than the back of your head can. That's right.
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any ideas for us to do in the future, or if you need any advice on a side hustle that you're trying to start for yourself, send us an email at tobebluntwithyou at gmail.com. That's tobebluntwithyou at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.